the A to Z Sports, powered as always by the Bet MGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter for A to Z Sports.com. We are Nashville's on demand sports talk network, going live weekday mornings at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show uh, segment by segment on our Twitter timeline to follow along there. Also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. Uh, we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they always help out you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or checking out what they have to offer and the deals they have going on right now at wilsoncountyhunday.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They are the region's destination for orthopedic and sports medicine care and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you fbhp.com slash atoz so sam uh wednesday we talked about the quarterback buzz surrounding the tennessee titans mike vrabel on monday at the owners meetings uh talked about you know his approach of is ryan Tannehill going to be on the roster is ryan Tannehill going to be the starter come september where we talked about vrabel learning from last year and not uh, writing that in ink, uh, but writing that more in pencil, understanding that how fast the league can change based off of AJ Brown from last year. Uh, but we discussed Will Levis and Anthony Richardson uh, yesterday as well. Uh, last week, the Titans were at the Kentucky Pro Day, and today, Part of the Titans are at the Florida Pro Day. That would be former Florida Gator running back and current Titans GM Rand Carthon is in Gainesville to see Anthony Richardson and other Florida Gators at their Pro Day today, uh, while head coach Mike Vrabel is in Knoxville as Tennessee's Pro Day is also today, and there could be some balls that fit what the Titans want to do as well, like Darnell Wright, who is flying up draft boards. Uh, obviously, a couple wide receivers in Hyatt and Cedric Tillman, Hendon Hooker, uh, and several other players the Vols have produced. Uh, so, uh, you know, dividing and conquering uh, right there for the Titans brass uh, as Rank Carthon in Florida and Mike Vrabel in Knoxville today for those respective pro days. But Sam... We talked about the quarterback buzz with the draft. It's the quarterback buzz now with Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson on Monday did say publicly that he requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens, which now means there are a couple ways that Lamar Jackson could play for a team, not Baltimore this upcoming season. You could always do the offer sheet on the non-exclusive franchise tag where the team gaining Lamar would give up two first round draft picks. And now there's the option of a trade as well. So NFL live on ESPN went through this a couple of days ago. This was also Monday afternoon where Dan Orlovsky was asked his opinion on who would be a good trade partner for Lamar Jackson, and he brought up the Tennessee Titans. I, I, I like your premise, though. If you're Arizona, you're like, hey, what are Man, let the man have some fun. Uh, I, What's I, your team? I still think Tennessee. I, I still think yeah. Tennessee. Because there, there's this group. I, I'll go back to it. Baltimore needs a replacement. And to Mina's point, Detroit, it's like, does Baltimore want Jared Goff? To my point, does Baltimore want Ryan Tannehill? You can make the case for Minnesota. Do they want a Kirk Cousins? Do they sit there and go, well, with the extra picks and or that player, we can become the team that we still believe we could be with Lamar Jackson? Or do they sit there and go, uh, we want the draft picks? Because then if it's the draft picks, it's Houston. Houston's the best case scenario for Baltimore because they pick second in this year's draft. Or do they love a Mac Jones? That, that's where all the, the, the reciprocating aspect for Baltimore. Uh, just really quickly. 
Golovsky on Monday, Sam. Now, he was obviously viewing that from the Baltimore Ravens' perspective on what would be best for Baltimore. And it is interesting of how the different dynamics could change with trade partners versus offer sheet. Uh, so what was your overall reaction to what Orlovsky said there of, you know, the Titans make sense because, and I've been saying this for now a couple of weeks, the Ravens need a replacement. And, and we talked about this some Monday with Ryan Tannehill, potential trade partners that, you know, the Ravens could uh, be in need for Ryan Tannehill. If Bal- if uh, Baltimore does in fact move on from Lamar. Well, it makes the trade aspect of the Lamar rumor interesting or a little bit more interesting, right? Because now there's something additional you can offer in a package that gives Baltimore the replacement that they need. I think my uh, reaction to that is really how, dwindling the actual potential suitors are it's something that i wrote in my write-up about this on a to z sports.com is just the, uh, the number of teams that are actually in play for lamar jackson at this point in time continues to get lower and lower and lower the closer you get to the draft because teams that were in need of a quarterback have either gotten one in free agency like las vegas or like seattle who just paid geno smith or are Houston or Carolina who are positioned to get their next guy and don't really have a need to move on from draft picks to go and get Lamar Jackson because they're picking at the very top of the draft. So it leaves just a few teams that really have uh, potentially a top pick or a quarterback they can offer in return and would have a want for Lamar. And the Titans are one of those teams. So yeah, unfortunately the trade aspect of what you were talking about, Austin, it would just be the Titans giving up more than the initial two picks. Would it? But maybe adding Ryan Tannehill to the deal sweetens the pot and the Ravens don't feel a need to match an offer sheet. And that's how you guarantee that you get him in two-tone blue. Yeah, and, and, and you know, you, you did do a good job with that write-up, and I'll, I'll paste the link here uh, for Sam's article. Now, you guys need to go read this after the show um, here. Uh, but I, I do think it would be interesting because how that would work is – you know, Lamar would go search for a trade partner, knowing that he would then sign the tender, the franchise tag tag tender to then have the trade be uh, able to be worked through. Now here's, I think why it makes, why the trade would make sense because it would, you know, help out both teams financially a little bit because the Baltimore Ravens are set to pay Lamar Jackson on the non-exclusive franchise tag, like 32, $33 million for one year, right? Ryan Tannehill's cash, his, his base salary for this upcoming season, which is what the Ravens would acquire in a trade is $27 million. So that gives the Ravens a cheaper one year quarterback, because I saw some comments. Why would the Ravens, trade for a one-year quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. Well, they franchise tag Lamar Lamar Jackson for a one-year quarterback. So it's a cheaper one-year option for their quarterback position and not having to commit however much money for Lamar. And obviously, if the Titans are interested in Lamar Jackson, they would have to get rid of Tannehill to be able to afford uh, whatever that contract looks like. And we'll talk about that here in a second. So what do you think about that? I, mean, I think financially, a trade could help out both. Uh, it would give the Ravens a quarterback for cheaper, and it would also maybe not have two first-round draft picks and a cut of Tannehill. Maybe you could work something out where it's kind of in that middle ground of what the offer sheet would be. So you're saying it would be 
Oh, you're saying two picks and Tannehill might lower the offer sheet a little uh, bit. I don't know. I, I, I don't mean, think I don't think if Ryan Tannehill's involved in a trade, I don't think two first round draft picks is what the Titans would have to give up for Lamar. I don't think it would be two first round draft picks and Tannehill to Baltimore via trade. I where do. if you you do I do. I do believe it's two picks and Tannehill and maybe more in two a trade. Firsts? Yeah, two ones because Baltimore can can it match an offer sheet and get two first rounders no matter what. So all they have to do is tell the Titans, we are going to match your offer sheet to Lamar Jackson. And the Titans then have two options. You either call their bluff, sign them to the offer sheet anyway, and if they match it, you just don't get them and that's that. Or you negotiate a trade that incentivizes Baltimore additionally to not match an offer sheet. So maybe if it's two first round picks and Ryan Tannehill and a fourth rounder or an additional pick, then Baltimore says, well, we'd rather have these picks and this quarterback than Lamar Jackson for that cap number. So you have to find a way to incentivize them to not match the offer sheet. But I don't think there's any way you can get Lamar Jackson and not have to give up at least two first round picks because why wouldn't Baltimore negotiate a trade for a first rounder Tannehill and whatever addition because it it could be more than just two picks it could be like a a package of Tannehill and three or four or five picks right that are spread out maybe maybe if that's really the value that the Ravens place on it but you'd have to assume that they want first round picks and by the way they know you need to cut Tannehill regardless you mentioned it so like you lose a lot of leverage in that negotiation when they know you can't keep Ryan Tannehill. So they could always just negotiate with him as a free agent after you cut him anyways. Fair. Yeah. And um, I also do think, you know, teams, and we've seen this a few times, teams like having two first round draft picks until they have to pay two fifth year options and then have to pay two extensions at the same time. And sometimes we've seen teams with three first round draft picks and they're like, Oh my gosh, that's expensive. And so, you know, does Baltimore a team that doesn't want to commit all this money to Lamar Jackson or doesn't know how to negotiate it. Do they want four first round draft picks, their own plus two others uh, in back-to-back drafts? How expensive is that going to be? from that standpoint right or you know i don't know it's just there's a bunch of nuances and wrinkles. generally i would say yes but <laughs> i mean like, yeah 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 for sure you want uh, as high right. picks as possible it makes a lot of sense for the titans though i mean if you can find a package that isn't two first rounders that would be huge i just have a really hard time seeing baltimore get negotiated down um, and diluted down from the two first round picks which are basically handed to them if they just let you agree to an offer sheet with with jackson all right so let's ask uh actually let's do this let's talk about what a lamar jackson contract could cost right and that's what we get to first let's talk about what would it cost the titans to sign lamar jackson and pay lamar jackson to be the quarterback for the titans for the for the foreseeable future sam uh you've put together a contract projection that I'll have you go over here in a second uh, from a former agent in the NFL, Joel Corey. Uh, so we'll get to what that would cost the Titans in detail. 
to really go through um, a lot of the uh, the wrinkles and nuances of this conversation. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org is their website. It's very easy to schedule an appointment. So if you get hurt, if you get injured, if you get just banged up or you have that nagging uh, pain somewhere around your body, the Bone & Joint Institute has the specialist to do that, and it's super easy to book an appointment with them because you go to their website, boneandjointtn.org, you click the big make an appointment button, then you type in your name, you type in what uh, part of the body is giving you issues, it automatically sorts to the specialist for that injury s- situation, and then you find the calendar and what fits for your schedule, and boom, there you go. Easy enough, you're in and out. I did it last summer uh, with a foot injury I had going on. Uh, was able to take care of that with Dr. Jeff Watson and the entire team at the Bone and Joint Institute. So check them out, boneandjointtn.org. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up using the bonus code ATOZ Sports, and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't hit, when you sign up with BetMGM, you'll gain access to a wide variety of live parlay selection features, daily boosted odds specials, player props, and so much more. You can make every game and every play mean that much more. There's a reason uh, that I love BetMGM and Austin loves BetMGM because they're the king of sports books they make it as easy as possible and they lower your risk so sign up using that code it's atoz sports and your first bet uh, you can get up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if it does not hit betmgm.com and the betmgm app all right so here on this thursday talking about what it would cost the titans to get lamar jackson whether it's via trade or whether it's the offer sheet the titans or whoever would want lamar jackson would have to come up with a contract uh that the quarterback would agree to obviously uh and that would make sense uh moving forward so sam you went and found joel Corey's uh contract projection for lamar jackson uh and and put that into terms so go ahead and walk us through what that projection looks like on uh what any team would have to be uh potentially paying lamar down the road well listen this starts with the rumor uh that earlier last season lamar jackson turned down a contract extension from baltimore were for five years, $250 million with $133 million in guarantees. And he was caught up on the guaranteed aspect of the contract because Deshaun Watson got all of his money guaranteed by the Cleveland Browns. Well, Lamar Jackson looks at that and says, well, if he got it guaranteed, I'm better than him. I should get mine guaranteed too. And that's what he's trying to negotiate. NFL owners, quite obviously, are not wanting to do that. They do not want to set a precedent for free agent quarterbacks that are franchise guys to get fully guaranteed deals that it's just not a good deal for owners. That's not what they want to do. Whether you you can argue that, uh, you know, fully guaranteed contracts are fair and how the NFL should operate anyway, uh, because every other major sport does it. That's not what NFL owners want to do, and they're not going to give up that power. So now the question becomes, how much guaranteed money is Lamar Jackson able to get uh, where he's happy with it and the owners uh, are able to kind of 
compromise a little bit. So this is from Joel Corey. Uh, These are some of the figures that he put together as a suggested contract. So the four-year, $210 million deal with an average yearly salary or average yearly cap number of $52.5 million, that would make Lamar Jackson the highest-paid player in the history of the sport in AAV. So by settling for not taking the fully guaranteed money, Uh, He slowly makes himself um, the highest paid player in the Mm -hmm. sport. You get the first two to three years fully guaranteed with some injury protection written in the uh, overall guarantees are 170 million of that 210 million uh, with an $85 million signing bonus prorated through the first four years. So it's a little over 20 million as a signing bonus against your cap every year. Austin, this is uh, numbers that Joel Corey put together kind of compromising with recent deals and not going all the way to Deshaun Watson, but a higher percentage of guaranteed money than Russell Wilson got from Denver. So if you're Lamar Jackson and you are coming off of your ask for, a totally guaranteed contract uh, you feel pretty good about one becoming the highest paid player in the history of football and then two getting a large i believe it's over 75 percent of the contract guaranteed at signing um it really protects you from injuries and some of the other things lamar could be concerned about right and, and uh you know i see Ronald says i like lamar but not that much and, and i also see bork saying how could any team afford to play uh one player making 52 52- million dollars a year now that's the average right that's not how it would be set up year one through four because in the same projection sam you kind of worked out the first year cap hit to be roughly what 35 million dollars yeah is, because the first year cash is a little bit lower it would start with like a, a around the first, year, the first year base salary is lower but the first year cash is high because he gets all of that 85 million dollar signing bonus plus the you know the the, the salary yeah, the first year cash is higher because of the signing bonus, but then the first year uh, salary is a little bit lower, um, and then it, it increases later in the contract, and some of that money's not guaranteed because it falls into the uh, fourth year, which in this hypothetical would be 2026. It'd be in the fourth year in the 2026 season, so you could kind of, I guess, hypothetically get out of some of that money. To answer the yeah. question, how do teams afford it? I mean, they just sacrifice elsewhere. Uh, You look at Green Bay. You look at kind of what Kansas City – I mean, I guess Mahomes' isn't quite that high, but he's locked up for 10 years. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is getting paid over $50 million right now by the Green Bay Packers and the New York Jets. If they trade for him like they say they're going to – They'll be on the hook for a lot of that. So now, uh, Matthew Stafford got paid $60 million in the first year when he joined the Rams. Yeah, you sacrifice elsewhere. And sometimes you can do it for one year, two years. I mean, it has to be shorter term. Um, and, and we'll get into some of those details about how they could make it work. But you just have to find a way to build around a contract that big and take smaller cap numbers around it. And I think um... – you know, the whole thing is like, well, and I've, I've kind of thought about this as I've been reading comments throughout the first 21, 22 minutes of today's show is I don't know what Titans fans want. Like, I, I, like, I, I don't know what they want. Like, what do you guys want from a quarterback? Like, because we talked about Anthony Richardson and Will Levis yesterday and you guys basically threw up in your mouths and we're like, no, heck no, that's stupid. Why would you want to do that? That sounds terrible. I mean, I guess if, if we're being honest, like the most popular answer of like what Titans fans want 
is obviously not Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I don't think it's uh, Lamar Jackson right now based off of this reaction. And Can then, I tell uh, you what it is? Hendon Hooker? Like, <laughs> is, is Hendon Hooker in like the second or third round like the most popular answer on what do you guys want? Like, what do people, what do Titans right. fans want? I don't, I don't no, think because, anybody, don't wanna, because Titans fans also don't want to trade up for Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Like, so what do you guys want? I don't get it. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be happy this year. I think the <laughs> like the majority of fans would probably tell you they want Tannehill and Caleb Williams. But I mean, that is, I mean, a long shot, right? I mean, we've talked about the risks of planning on going for a quarterback next year and Caleb Williams or Drake May being that if Ryan Tannehill is on your roster and Mike Vrabel's your head coach, you're probably not losing enough games to be anywhere close to the number one overall pick. And you don't know if a team like the Chicago Bears who have a quarterback are going to be picking first overall that you can just go trade up and get it. Like it might be a QB needy team that is picking first next year and you're out of luck. So this is, I mean, and this will come into the conversation we have about why the Titans would go get Lamar Jackson or should go get Lamar Jackson. But the opportunity to go get a franchise quarterback is rare, like is very rare, where you're either picking at the very, very top of the draft and saying, we know we've got a guy, or uh, one becomes available in the trade or free agency market. And yeah. Yeah. And so, all right. So we're going to get to this question. You know, I went on my, what do you guys want? Uh, I, I feel like Noah in the notebook. I don't know what you guys want. Like, you know, tell me, like, like, let's figure it out. And because if you don't want to pay Ryan Tannehill $36 million in a year, but you look at Lamar Jackson and paying him $210 million over four years, you don't want that either. Then you don't want to trade up for a quarterback. You certainly don't want Will Levis. You certainly don't want Anthony Richardson. So what do you guys want? And Malik Willis isn't the answer either. You guys want Josh Dobbs back from Cleveland after he gets cut in training camp? I mean, like, like that's the, the problem here. So, uh, Sam, let's let's ask this question and get the chat more involved. What is the biggest reason why the Titans should sign Lamar Jackson? What is the biggest reason why the Titans should sign Lamar Jackson? And while we're at it, give the show a like. Like us on Facebook. Like us on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button. We'd greatly appreciate that. That helps out the ag- algorithm uh, for us and gets more people so we can try to figure out what Titans fans want. So I know for a fact – more people are watching this show right now than have liked the thumbs up button and hit the thumbs up button. So like the show right now, as you're watching, we'd appreciate that. Uh, so Sam, I'll let you uh, give your answer first as, as the answers from the fans and, and people watching roll in, what is the biggest reason why the Titans should sign quarterback Lamar Jackson? Well, it's what we just talked about. Uh, the reason why Titans, the Titans should sign Lamar Jackson is because uh, Lamar Jackson is an MVP caliber quarterback and a former MVP when he is healthy and on the field. Uh, his 2019 season, Austin, these numbers real quick. Uh, I believe he had 30, he had 3000 passing yards, mm-hmm. 1200 rushing yards, 47 touch or 43 touchdowns and six interceptions. Something like, like an absolute game changer with both his arm and his legs. He's been doing it like without really many weapons around him in terms of wide receivers are concerned. He's an MVP quarterback and they don't come around very often. There is no guarantees of a top pick next year. There is no guarantees of a free agent available in, fr- in free agency or the trade market or whatever at quarterback next year. 
And so that's one reason. And then I would put as my reason B is you can build around that contract with where the Titans are financially set up next season. It would be somewhat of a challenge to get under the cap in 2023. You'd have to make some corresponding moves this offseason to get under the cap for next year. But going into 2024, you have, as we mentioned yesterday, a lot of money off the books and a lot of like money to work with. You also don't have many contracts on the books. But the Titans then are in need of uh, if you bring on Lamar's deal and you say, okay, he's $50 million next offseason, you know what you have to work with and you know where you can attribute money to build around him. So it's not like you're trying to squeeze him into long-term financial plans. You start building a financial plan around him that can work, but these guys just don't come around and the opportunities to go get them don't come around. So why not when you have the chance? Yeah. So uh, reading your answers, the question we're asking and getting your answer, what is the biggest reason why the Titans should sign Lamar Jackson? Jonathan says to have a Super Bowl window for two years. Uh, Mitchell says to save Derrick Henry's uh, career. Uh, DeMario says the potential of possible Super Bowl will not a guarantee. Uh, Wilbur says puts the tight puts the Titans in a Super Bowl contender. Uh, you know, Ryan Clark says the Titans shouldn't trade for Lamar. That's fine. Uh, and, uh, let's see, uh, more of you guys. Um, let's see to finally have a chance, uh, to finally have a face of the franchise at quarterback for the next decade. Billy just says to sell more jerseys is why they should do it. Uh, John says it makes them relevant again. It will sell tickets and draw in more, uh, nationally televised games. Um, which, which is a good point. I think too. I mean, when you talk about the finances of, you know, a contract, well, what does Lamar Jackson bring in to the Titans financially and with, you know, the the eyeballs around the league and the jersey sales and the ticket sales and the fan base buy-in, like acquiring a face of the franchise quarterback to partner potentially with Derrick Henry makes Titans teams must watch television and must get to if you're living in the Nashville area. Like that yeah. becomes a major event. Yeah, uh, Tall Texan says Titans should sign Lamar to sell tickets. They won't get any further in the playoffs than they did with Tannehill, uh, which is the AFC Championship game, so we understand that. So uh, I, I do see we have some Super Chats coming in. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to those Super Chats in a second. Sam, my reason of why the Titans should sign Lamar Jackson is to have the updated identity and path towards the future. Because Derrick Henry's 29, going to be 30. Um, at some point uh, this upcoming offseason. And then you have Ryan Tannehill on one year left in his contract, just like Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has been the identity of this franchise for the last four years, and that is going to come to an end, you know, fairly soon, right? And so having a new identity that is a modern NFL identity and understanding that that's going to be the game plan for the next four years I think is valuable because what else is going to be happening in the next four years with the Titans is building a stadium, allegedly, reportedly, hopefully that's the plan, right? It's to build a new stadium and having that identity of Lamar Jackson is something that will make that better around the entire franchise for the long haul. And I do think they have the flexibility to do it based off of what you said, of a lot of cap space next year. The cap continues to go up, up, up each year. The NFL and teams are now 
I think this off season is probably the, the last off season of the COVID cap recovery of dealing with the cap going down and how contracts were structured to, to work through it all. I think they're getting out of that and getting healthier from a cap space standpoint this off season. And it's going to be better moving forward. A lot of, TV deals or streaming deals are starting to kick into place. And so having Lamar Jackson gives you the four year path of success and you have the ability to work that with a clean slate of Rand Carthon and a head coach that you trust in Mike Vrabel. So that is the biggest reason why the Titans should do this is because getting Lamar Jackson or a face of the franchise quarterback for an average of $52 million in 2023 is going to be a deal. We're going to be a bargain in 2025 and 2026. And that's also something you have to think about too, because right now you look at Mahomes and his deal or some of the other deals, like they're not that big of a deal. And so that's where I think Titans fans need to think about is what is the identity? What is the path? Because the Titans put out and we've got them right. We've got these right here. The Titans put out these great stadium renderings and it's of Derek Henry shoving uh, Josh Norman to the uh, planet Mars uh, with a stiff arm on Tuesday night football in 2020. Sam, that's almost three years ago. That's two and a half years ago of when that happened on a play that didn't count. That was a five-yard penalty negated everything. The Derrick Henry's stiff-arming Josh Norman on a jumbotron for a stadium where Derrick Henry is going to be 35 years old when the stadium opens. So how is that stadium going to be sold? How are the Titans going to set up their franchise? Lamar Jackson is a way to actually do that. Yeah, I, I mean, it. it is building around a player that is the most important position in the, in the game, right? Like building around the quarterback is the new age of football. So in case there's people out there that would say, well, Austin, he's not your prototypical, like, like deep passing, like 4,000 yard passing quarterback, but he's a quarterback and he's an athletic quarterback, which I explained yesterday how much I believe in that, uh, I guess, wave that is taking over the NFL now and how much I believe that will continue to be a factor. But it is it, building around your best player and the guy that touches the football on every play of the game is a good idea. And yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It, it, it is important to keep in mind the cap too and the rising cap and how yeah. $50 million now is not $50 million in 2025 because you know, you might have an extra 10 to $15 million of salary cap by then. And then it won't really matter what the contract is yeah. and quarterbacks will be getting more than that at that point too, as well. So uh, really good points, but those are certainly the positives where if you're a Titans fan, and this is just my opinion, and I'm interested in actually seeing what the poll results are from what Titans fans actually want, I can understand some worry or some skepticism, but I have a really hard time complaining or like not wanting a former MVP at quarterback for a team that has been in QB purgatory for a decade. So, like, that's my take on it. All right, so Super Chats uh, coming in from YouTube. Uh, we've, we've starred them or favored them now so we can get back to them. Andre saying, uh, if nobody's giving two ones, why would the Titans do two ones, Tannehill and another? No sense for a quarterback with five years left. Uh, that value means uh, he's worth the money they won't pay. Uh, so that's from Andre talking about the, the trade uh, situation with Lamar and the Ravens now that – 
Uh, we do understand that the trade request happened. Um, Astro with Eric uh, super chat on YouTube says why waste picks in 23 on Lamar uh, way better QB class in 2024, build the O line, get targets now better overall position for the, for the Titans. And I think Astro I've, I've said this and Sam, you agree with the sentiment of the Titans should not go after Lamar Jackson pre 2023 draft. No. It should only be after the draft uh, where, you know, if it's signing it, an offer sheet and giving up two first round draft picks give up 2024 and 2025 when Lamar Jackson should give you a you know 22nd 26th overall draft pick not 11th uh well, and real quick too I'll go back to Andre's point he yeah. says why would you give up more than two ones if nobody's giving two ones well you might have to it is that you have to no matter what give up two first round picks to get Lamar Jackson there's no way you don't give up two first round picks to get Lamar Jackson because you sign him to an offer sheet. Baltimore says, all right, he's yours. Take him. You're giving two first round picks to the Baltimore Ravens. So now the Ravens have all the leverage in this situation. They've got more leverage than Lamar. They've got more leverage than any team that wants him. So if you go to Baltimore or go to Lamar and say, he, here's your four-year, $210 million contract that has $180 million in guarantees, deal or no deal. And he says, deal. Well, the Ravens can say, we're matching that. And for us not to match it, trade us separately and throw in these extra picks. And then you're stuck either calling their bluff or doing it. That's the point of giving up the initial stuff is you mm -hmm. can't control anything. And why would Baltimore let him go for less than two first round picks when they're the ones in control of, of their own fate there? Yeah. Uh, going back to Asher, Eric, he says, why waste picks in 23 way better QB class in 24, right? Well, last year we were saying, Hey, the 2023 class is way better than the 2022 class. And now here we are saying, well, that 24 class is pretty good compared to this class. I mean, the grass isn't always greener. The next class is always going to be quote unquote better than the current class. And, you know, so you're just going to get caught in that cycle where, you know, I think a year ago you were looking at hey, Bryce Young's coming out, CJ Stroud's coming out next year. Just wait, right? Don't go after Kenny Pickett in the first round. Don't go after Malik Willis in the first round or Desmond Ritter or whoever else. Wait until these guys. Now you're saying wait until Caleb Williams. Who's after that? I saw somebody saying Arch Manning is going to be the sales point of the new stadium for the Titans in 2026. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's Nico Iomaliava. <laughs> Right? Who knows? Uh, so there's that. Uh, Nathaniel Allen with some uh, more lunchbox money. Uh, fans are living in the past. 50 mil in three years will be a steal. The NFL trajectory is crazy. Players uh, will get paid. You got to get a guy who is a guy. I think we both agree with that one. Uh, yep. Noah comes in and says, basically, the Titans fans want Mahomes without the name Patrick Mahomes and don't want to give up the farm. We also don't want him uh, – also don't want also want him to want to be in Nashville. Uh, Kane says uh, Titans fans want a unicorn in a world full of fish. Uh, most will never be happy and complain about everything while the others have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, that's a very just funny, just flat out comment there from Kane. Well, it's, it is true though. I mean like, and I get it from a fan's perspective of like, giving up a lot to go get a quarterback is scary. Like, I mean, it is like, well, what if this doesn't work out? What if like, what if yeah, then not everybody's fired, the money? right? Yeah. Huh? Then everybody's fired. If it doesn't no, work out, then right. everybody's fired. 
Right. It's what, what if we trade the picks and move up and, and then he's not good? What if we pay all this money and he's not good or it doesn't work out? And that is why, as you said, Austin, executives and head coaches get and lose jobs in the National Football League based on how they execute their picks and guys that they bring in at the quarterback position. It's the most important position. But as I've said yesterday throughout the offseason and as i will continue to say i'd rather go down swinging than watching strike three and uh you know taking a swing at lamar jackson could get the titans the mvp one of the top faces of the nfl at quarterback in nashville it could blow up in their face in which case yeah you probably move on to a new regime and a new era anyway um and these things tend to reset themselves after a couple of years. So yeah. maybe you have a year that just think, and that's when you take your quarterback. Like these are cyclical moments. And, and I don't think any franchise should be scared to jump in the deep end. Yeah, uh, for sure. A, a last uh, super chat for right now. Uh, the, uh, Nathaniel says Titans should sign Lamar because every time the Titans played the Ravens, you're scared of Lamar, not the Ravens. He wins games solo. Uh, Ravens were the problem, right? And I think that's a fair point, right? But, you know, everybody's been like, well, Tannehill can't do it himself. You know, that's been the complaint on Ryan Tannehill the last th- uh, two and a half years. Uh, he needs help. You can't rely on Tannehill to win you a game, even though he's had a lot of game-winning drives yeah. and comebacks and won a lot of games. Uh, but Lamar Jackson is the uh, creator of the offense, not not the facilitator, not the system guy. Lamar is the system and goes out there and makes the plays and you know is a superstar player. So there's uh, the super chats there. But they operate it. on two things in Baltimore: defense and Lamar Jackson, and that is how they are regularly in the playoffs. And we know that Mike Vrabel is very capable of uh, putting together a very good competitive defense. He tends to do it, uh, with the exception of 2020 like basically every year uh, of, of one of the top defenses they have all the pieces in place right now to be a very good defense but can you score points I don't know and Lamar Jackson is a guy that by the way as well Austin has has done that in Baltimore without a Traylon Burks at wide receiver and without a Derrick Henry at running back so you're giving him even more like yeah he had mark andrews a very good like athletic tight end one of the top tight ends in the game but he hasn't had too many weapons other than like a couple eight game stretches of hollywood brown like he's been very limited in his surrounding like supporting cast and he's still been able to uh you know bring baltimore to the playoffs and put up numbers right all right so yeah. sam we, we've talked about why should the titans uh go after and, and sign lamar jackson let's get to the biggest reason why the titans should not uh sign lamar jackson so now we want your the opposite side of it the biggest reason why the titans should not but first let me tell you guys about what you should do and that is go to farm bureau health plans and check them out for your health coverage that's fbhp.com slash atoz for farm bureau health plans they will help you out with your coverage whether it's health dental vision they got it all right there and it's easy to jump on board with the farm bureau health plans family they've been serving tennesseans for now over 75 
five years and can help you with the educational process, the resources, whatever it might be, whatever stage of life you're in. If you're single, uh, if you're a young professional, if you're an entrepreneur, great. Uh, if you just need to fill in some gaps that your employer doesn't offer you, or you can find a better rate than what your employer offers you, the Farm Bureau Health Plans, they do that too, all the way through uh, senior citizen care and with Medicare, they've got it covered all right there at, with Farm Bureau Health Plans. So go check them out. Here's the link, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. I want to tell you guys about the king of sports books. That's BetMGM. Uh, and you sign up with BetMGM on the BetMGM app using that bonus code. That's A T O Z Sports, A to Z Sports. On BetMGM, you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't hit. When you sign up with BetMGM, you'll gain access to a wide variety of live parlay selection features, daily boosted odds specials, player props, and so much more. So make every game and every play mean that much more with BetMGM. As I mentioned, it's opening day today. Maybe you want to go and uh, find your Braves, back my White Sox, whoever is your team that's playing today. Go on BetMGM and support them and sign up with that code. That's ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app and up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. I did see uh, Ben James handing out uh, a parlay boost for Major League Baseball on opening day. So Ah. take advantage of that right there. All right. So what's the biggest reason why the Titans should not go after and sign Lamar Jackson? And we've talked about the reasons why they should. Now, the other side of it, Ryan Clark says the injury factor. Billy Jones says he's an average passer. Um, Jeff Rubel just flat out says the price is too high. Rent is too high. Y'all remember that guy? The rent is too damn high uh, for Jeff Rubel. Uh, Steven says Lamar Jackson is injury prone. Chaz just says too much risk. Um, Denise just says the drama. I don't, I don't know if there's a lot of drama, a contract negotiation has been dramatic, but I don't think Lamar Jackson is a dramatic person. This has been, I think he's getting a rat, like a bad reputation of being a dramatic guy because this has been going on for a long period of time now. Like this has been almost a year in the making the end. So Yeah, there's been drama surrounding him for quite some time, but look at guys that had drama and then got their deal. They're fine. Like, I mean, it. (laughs) And I think, you know, the drama is not necessarily Lamar's fault. It's uh, Jimmy Haslam's fault for giving Deshaun Watson $230 million, 100% guaranteed, as he was going through a ton of civil court cases uh, for potential alleged off the field situations that are disgusting. Right. And so that's the problem that made Lamar Jackson situation that much more dramatic because of what the Browns who don't have competent ownership. uh, I think we can all agree on that. uh, That's what they did. So pistol Ramsey says the biggest reason his knees, um, Let's see. Play style coming in from Jonathan. Willie says there is no reason. Sam is right. Go get Lamar. Uh, Yeah. Well, but that's what you think. Uh, Brent says too much money. Uh, Injuries from Phillip. Don't have the Benjamins. Uh, The wheels can easily go flat on the race car, uh, saying Timothy. Uh, Let's see. Lot says money and the draft picks. I just think it's a little too high. Uh, More injury history. His style is going to get him hurt again, again, and again. Coming in from Matt. Uh, Demario says money and limitations to win it with arm only in the playoffs teams take away the run and the Ravens stalled like the, the, you know, the Titans did that uh, when the Ravens had MVP Lamar Jackson a couple seasons ago, Stephen King says Rand wants to be the GM longer than one year. That's why the Titans 
shouldn't do it. So Sam, I'll, I'll pass it to you. What is the biggest reason in your mind of why the Titans should not go after Lamar Jackson? Well, it's not the money. Uh, like I think we talked about the the salary okay. cap increasing. I'm not really worried about the money. I think you can manipulate the salary cap enough uh, to field a competitive team around Lamar Jackson if you really need to. I, like teams know how to do that stuff, and we've seen it done in recent years. Um, I do think the pros far outweigh the cons, but if there's reasons why they shouldn't, it is the injury history and the draft pick capital that you would be having to give up. Because one thing that's really important is surrounding your quarterback with as many good weapons and assets as possible. And if getting Lamar Jackson includes giving up two first round picks, which it will, uh, you limit your ability to surround him with high end young talent in the first two years of that contract. So you take on an additional risk um, by losing your draft picks early on uh and then yeah 10 games in two years so you if you're gonna pay him that much money and you're gonna put all your eggs in the lamar jackson basket the knees and the recurring like lower body injuries are a concern uh that could get teams to shy away a little bit so those would be the two reasons that i would hear as legitimate arguments against it for sure Sam, I, I think it is the money. Why is I it think the it money, is, though? I, it's not the cap. There's a difference. It's not the cap space. The cap oh, space okay. makes sense. This is I'm talking cash. Yeah. I'm talking straight cash, homie. I'm talking about the signing bonus is why I think the Titans would not do this. Because I'll throw up this graphic again. This is the suggested contract. You wrote about this, A to Z sports.com yesterday. This is from Joel Corey, a former NFL agent. Signing bonus, $85 million. $85 million signing bonus. And how signing bonuses work is once that contract is signed and you do put pen to paper, or however they, I think they have to sign in-person contract. They don't e-sign, docu-sign those things. Amy Armstrong has to pay $85 million to Lamar Jackson's bank account within 21 days of that being signed. $85 million of cash in three weeks to Lamar Jackson. Now, that's just a lot of money to just go do it. Like Stan Kroenke was able to do what he did with Matt Stafford and pay him $61 million after the trade because he put, you know, I think it was $60 million signing bonus straight into his pocket and a $1 million base salary. He was able to do that because he is Stan Kroenke. I don't think Amy can do that. And plus, you're talking about Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons is going to get a massive contract with probably – half of that i don't know what jeff's signing bonus would be but it'll probably be about 20 so if you're talking about 20 signing from jeff 85 signing from lamar is there just a hundred million dollars of cash lying around now here's the difference right because you're going to save 27 million dollars by getting rid of Tannehill after june 1st but that doesn't mean that like Tannehill wasn't getting all $27 million now. No, it's he was 27 getting, in game checks. So, yes, I mean, in game checks spread out over 17, 18 weeks at like one and a half per, right? And so it's just, do you have $100 million to pay Big Jeff and Lamar Jackson this summer? Like to give them that cash. I think that's the biggest thing because I don't think they do. And plus like, like 
you know, you'd have to do a lot of maneuvering. You, you know, you always, you know, Michael Scott, when he was doing Scott's tots, uh, you know, make sure you text me before you cash that check so I can move some things around. Right. Lamar, let, let, let's, let me move some things around and, and get into, and get into this so I can drop that $85 million wire uh, and not have things bounce. So I think that is the, that is the problem. $85 million signing bonus is the big fat red thing that's staring me in the face of why this wouldn't work. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what Amy's got in cash. It's a lot of money. I know that. So, I mean, yeah, I think that's something that, you know, you have to consider. And that's a little bit more, like, in-depth on contracts that I, I think just, like, a lot of people might not recognize at first is you're just like, oh, give them that contract and, and sign them up. You can make it work under the salary cap. Well, that's yeah. real money, right? And it has to be liquid money and it has to uh, transfer bank accounts in a timely fashion, uh, according to, you know, the uh, agreements between the league and the NFLPA and, and how these things work. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really privy to how much uh, cash Amy Adams shrunk has in the bank, but I think that could be a holdup. If that, that number needs to come down to something more reasonable, then you start to like maybe need to work guarantees into the yearly salaries a little bit. Maybe you have to guarantee part of the 2026 salary, but then it's just kind of eating dead money in that year. If you don't think he'll still be around. So, um, I, I think that's a fair point. I, like I said, I don't think the cap hit or the salary cap should be no. a reason why the Titans don't do this. But you're right. saying maybe this is a reason they just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, $85 million of signing bonus. I, I do want to throw some quick shade because uh, GK flies in here uh, on YouTube and says, why the clickbait title, Austin? Uh, the title today's show is what it would cost the Titans to get quarterback Lamar Jackson. Here you go, GK. Uh, here is what it would cost the Titans to get Lamar Jackson. So I don't know what clickbait you're talking about, but there is the payoff that we've now shown. I think this is the fourth time we have shown this graphic on the show there, GK, of us and the title aligning. So, uh, GK, you can take that clickbait, and I don't know where you think that's clickbait, but that's exactly what we've done today is tell you what it would cost the Titans to get or, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> or debate what it would cost, right? Yes. I mean, we're talking about draft compensation. We're talking about right. – just had a conversation about $85 million in liquid cash that has to go into his bank account. So yeah, I don't know that. Uh, Kane's coming in with a super chat. He says, why not get AR? He has a lot of, uh, he has all of the upside of Lamar. Plus you can still build a competitive roster without being against the cap. I mean, I'm in Kane. You heard me yesterday. I am an Anthony Richardson advocate. I'll say it again uh, that I, I believe in Anthony Richardson and what he can do as a playmaker. I mean, I guess the reason why not would be Lamar Jackson has proven to do it at an MVP level uh, in the NFL where Anthony Richardson just has the athletic prototype that Lamar Jackson has kind of made his career on. So how much do you believe in that athletic prototype and his ability as a passer compared to what, what Lamar's been able to do? But I'm in on Anthony Richardson, so you won't hear any backlash from me on that point. Uh, Mr. Jones says, Sam failing. Uh, and then Timothy says, please stop, Sam, on uh, the Anthony Richardson conversation. So I'll, 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 we'll see. Maybe I'll be eating my words, but I, I like Anthony Richardson. Yeah. All right. Dan asked, where's Zach? Zach uh, is traveling for business. He'll be back next week. Uh, but here's, here's what I'll, I'll say. I'll, I'll say this and I'll let you uh, react to it. And then we'll move on to the magic bucket. 
I think the Titans should be interested in Lamar Jackson after the draft. That being said, I think it's way more likely that the Titans move up in the draft, say to the third overall pick over the Colts, than they are to acquire Lamar Jackson. I think the the trade-up aspect and not having to pay an $85 million signing bonus to a quarterback like that is more the Titans type gamble um, to go up in the draft. It, it makes more sense to do that from the Titans side of things. Cause it's like so much cheaper to move up in the draft than it is to pay that big signing bonus. So I'll just drop that. If you want to react to it, I think it's way more likely they move up over the Colts at three than sign Lamar to a crazy contract like that. I half agree and half disagree. I think that's more likely they go to the draft than Lamar, but I don't see a move up coming. Like I, I, I I'm starting I might... to get a feeling that Anthony Richardson and Will Levis might drop a bit. Mm-hmm. Like if Indianapolis isn't going to take them, which they might not, if they're not sold on either one of them or want to go for Lamar, you might start seeing picks five six seven come around and the titans have an opportunity to maybe move up to eight going up to three i'm not sure i foresee happening yeah but but it just guarantees you that you get that quarterback which i could see like maybe if they have one of those two guys that they're absolutely in love with but I, i tend to get the feeling austin that if the titans move on a quarterback in the draft it will be because an opportunity that they love presents itself to them not that they create their own opportunities i'll just i guess i'll rephrase it right if the titans are going to aggressively gamble at the quarterback position i think the titans are more likely to gamble by trading up to three than they are to gamble with a lamar jackson massive 85 million dollar signing bonus after the draft that's how i'll put it okay that much i think is fair if they're going to gamble if they're uh, going to gamble i don't think they're going to gamble i think that they could pull the trigger uh in the draft right and, and if if it gets to eight nine ten or even somebody's there at 11 that they then move on a qb if it's presented to them i that's what i think they will do but i would agree with you that if a gamble is in store it is probably the younger guy that they uh have a high grade on than the more expensive guy right now yeah, I don't know about you guys. But I just think this stuff's fun. Uh, you know, I think these co- type of conversations is really entertaining and a lot of fun to kind of work through and, and to play out uh, some situations and scenarios. All right, Sam, it is time for the magic bucket. I'll give an update about the magic bucket here in a second. Uh, but before the magic bucket, tell us all about our friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai, you need to go and make them a part of your a new car buying process in Lebanon at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Wilson County Hyundai is the place to go to get your new ride. You can get 0% APR for 48 months on 2023 Sonatas, Santa Fe's, or Tucson's. Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai are happy to guide you through the financing process, assisting with buying or trading in your vehicle. So forget all of those downtown Nashville prices. You go out to Lebanon and see our friends at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. 
Also, don't forget, you have to jump on board with our other friends at BetMGM. Uh, it's coming up this weekend. The tournament's back in action. It feels like it's been a long, long, long time since I've watched college basketball with high implications. But Saturday is the day. Make sure you jump on board with our bonus code at BetMGM. Sign up using our code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports. And that gives you an option on your first bet. Uh, it's You get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you miss out on that first bet. It's a great chance uh, to go go big and not go home. If you lose, uh, you get it back in bonus bets and you keep on playing with bet MGM or you hit that first bet and you feel good about yourself. Uh, so you're going to feel good either way because bet MGM is a great thing, uh, a great uh, fun for us, great entertainment. Uh, and we're looking forward to Saturday as well. So check them out right there. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject qualification of requirements. Words is usually at knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets inspire in seven days. And for probably game of sport called Tennessee Red line 800-889-9789 sam it's that time of the week all right magic bucket time here on the show sam's got the bucket again uh as zach and i've been kind of flip-flopping uh off days on the show so uh tomorrow tomorrow i'm going to do the one chip. I need to prepare my body. Uh, I need there to have, we go. I need to have 24 hours to prepare my body and make sure that I do this the smart way. But I, I, I'm going to do it tomorrow. You've had like three weeks to prepare your body, to be fair. Well, but again, I also uh, was off one. Th- no, just two. But I was off because I was off last Thursday. So happy birthday to Devin. Said it was his birthday, so happy birthday okay. to Devin. Nice. Just got to get that out there. Austin, is this for you or for me? Uh, this is for – this will be for me. I'll, I'll take it. It's for me. I've been getting hosed by the magic bucket the last yeah, two times. That's what it around. does to you. This is for you? Yeah, it's for me. <clears throat> At next live show, you must wear a top hat and monocle. I have done that. Don't put it back in there so you to pull again, though, accidentally. Yeah, I did. Okay. Tell us about a recent dream you had. Oh, I did this already because I talked about Alan. I dreamed uh, Alan, me and Alan Bell were like running around Nashville uh, watching games and, or something. So I, I did I did do that one. During next live show, you must drink a full beer or seltzer before the first full ad read. If not finished or accomplished, you must shotgun another beer to end the show. I did do that because Zach immediately went to a live read off the top of the show to try to screw me over. So that's 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 a good chess move on his three in a row um, that I've already done. So literally just pulled the same one twice. I told you not to put them back in there before you pull. Oh, <laughs> so just pull it out. I thought you said do put it back. No, in don't, okay. don't. Until 30 I... seconds on the clock. How much of the alphabet can you say backwards? You've oh, done I haven't that. done that. Oh, okay. I, haven't done the, I haven't done the backwards alphabet. All right, backwards alphabet. I got 30 seconds. All right. Um, timer. Let me know when your timer's ready and you can start when I say Z. All right. We're ready. Z Y W X V U T S R P Q O N M L K J 
a i h f e d c b a done 20 seconds <sighs> i'm so much better the- at saying the alphabet backwards and forwards uh, we'll that's have what to review the footage but that did i miss impressive. anything i think you switch the only thing i noticed i think you switched p you said p then q Oh, I missed G too. Dang it. And you said, yeah, messed up on, yeah, you said P then Q, but it would, but P is before Q. I did good though, right? Yeah, no, overall, I, I'm very proud of I that. I kept going because I didn't get corrected. Like I, I was expecting somebody to be like, no, no, that's not how it goes. But okay. Well, I struggle with that. So I wouldn't have even <laughs> been able to correct you. That would have been. And so I missed, I missed G. I think I had three mistakes. Okay. There's still three in mistakes 20, in and how long? 20 seconds. I mean, okay. we'll take that. Okay. I'll, I'll take that as a big win. Three mistakes in 20 seconds. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wake it. I'll All right. It. All right. What you got here? Oh, with that, I just pulled that one for you. Don't put it back in there. You're right. Well, I did it again. So <laughs> rookie name as many team mascots as you can in 30 seconds what team does it have a uh a a sport no it just says team mascots all right you want me to give you a uh a a sport to go with well we got to clarify am i doing like is mascot like the nickname of the team yeah 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 not like not like smoky is the mascot for the vault oh well i mean we have to do college right you want to do you want to do college we have to do college because like otherwise the mascots are just the team names which no no i'm saying no the, the team names that's what i'm talking about like so it's like titans not t-rack titans is the correct answer oh okay i mean all right T-Rack. yeah we'll do whatever then i'll just do i'll do that and i'll just do pro and i'll just see how many i can get through see if i can get all right, through all so of them. uh so you get i'll have a timer for 30 seconds all right and so you're gonna name as wait Read again. Is it mascots? Name as many team mascots as you can in 30 seconds. Oh, so it is the team. So it is the mascots. Okay. Say, so, hey, since it's opening day, Denise says, what about baseball? Since it's opening day, do you want to do Major League Baseball mascots? Sure. This is, uh, is it T? So, mascot. Team names. Like T Rack. The Tennessee Titans mascot is T Rack. Oh, like that? Okay, that's fine. I don't know how many I can get, but. All right, let's go. All right, I'll, I'm starting the clock for 30 seconds on your first go. All right, we have Southpaw of the Chicago White Sox. We have Philly Fanatic. We have Cubby Bear. Uh, we have Orbit the Astro. We have, um, let's see. Oh, man, the baseball's hard. What's the moose? What's the Mariners moose's name? I forget his name. Uh, Dinger is the Colorado Rockies dinosaur. Um, let's see. Uh, Mr. Brewer, uh, Mr. Matt, Mr. Matt. There's a good one. Done. So you got seven. All right. I should have gotten Mr. Redleg. I should have gotten Mr. Redleg. I got Philly Fanatic. Philly Fanatic was the second one you did. You did yeah. your White Sox, then you did Philly Fanatic, then you went back to the Cubs. I should have gotten Blooper the- as well. Blooper's a tough miss. What's uh, what's the Braves mascot now? Because I know they've had the change recently. Moose tracks. I mean, is it just is like that right? the freeze? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's me. It, moose but... is it Moose tracks? Is that the guy I was trying to think of? Yeah, the Mariners have tough. a 
the Mariners have a moose, and I, he's very cute. I like the moose that the Seattle Mariners have. I don't know his name, though. Who's Blooper? You didn't say Blooper, right? No, I didn't say Blooper is – I think it's clear. Oh, that's the Braves. Blooper is the Braves? Yeah, okay. I think so. Okay, that, that makes sense. Uh, I will yeah, probably not watch baseball today. The the Friar, I should have gotten the Friar. I should have gotten a lot of them. I felt like I was going to do better than that. That's disappointing. It's okay. It's opening day. You haven't been paying attention to the mascots yet. Like if we ask you this question in like July where you've been watching a lot of baseball, you'd do better. I feel like mascots have kind of like stepped away too. Like that's because you're not a kid. I just don't feel like I see him anymore. Like, I feel like you used to go to the stadium and the mascot would be like on the dugout or like on the field and stuff. Like, I don't feel like mascots are They still do much. that, Sam. It's just you're not paying attention to it because you're no longer in that demographic. You don't, maybe, you're not maybe. a kid. You don't have a kid that you're going to the game yeah. with. And so the mascot is not what you're there for. Yeah. May- true. All right. Well, All right. hey, well, happy yeah. opening day. There you go. Happy opening day. That was a tough one uh, there, but I think seven uh, in 30 seconds is pretty solid. I'll give you a a, a victory. I'm disappointed, so I'll just be disappointed. I'm sure you are. Like the show before you go. Great show today talking about Lamar Jackson and what it would cost the Titans uh, with uh, that potential situation. So give the show a like on Facebook, on YouTube before you head out. I know there's more people watching right now that have done it. I, I can see it right now. So give us that thumbs up before you guys head out. We'll be back tomorrow morning on a Friday, Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports Prime time to wrap up his week. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it as always.